episode of the Pet Business Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Eliza, and I'm excited to be here today and excited to help you with your pet business. Are you stressing out about the holidays? It's a hugely busy time for pet sitting businesses with lots and lots of visits, but it can also drive a pet sitting business owner just a little bit insane. I want to talk today about what you can do to eliminate your stress this holiday season, or at least reduce it to a manageable level. I think it's going to be an amazing show, so give the dog a bone and the kitty some catnip, and let's dive right in. Hey everyone, this episode is going to be one of those short and sweet episodes, but it's one you won't want to miss. As a pet-sitting business owner, I know you're busy, so I wanted to give you a few tools to make a difference in the next two months and possibly longer for you. As I put this show out, it's November, and I know this is a crazy time for a pet-sitting business owner. If you own a pet-sitting business with one or more employees, you're probably in the midst of losing your mind while you try to accommodate everyone's last-minute requests for holiday pet-sitting. While you can't force clients, unfortunately, to do better about planning ahead, you can make things a little easier on yourself. Here are three things that you can do as you prepare for the onslaught this holiday season. Number one, set boundaries. About a year ago, I started setting a deadline for when people could book Thanksgiving and Christmas trips. And this is extraordinary because I've been in business almost six years and I just started doing this a year ago. So it takes a while for even me to learn things. I typically cut booking off around one to two weeks before the week of the holiday. Now, this doesn't seem like much, but it will go a long way to reducing the scheduled churn created for your employees with last minute requests. I find that even if I have the capacity to take on additional visits at the last minute, I feel that I owe it to my sitters to give them some measure of stability. I'm just not willing to ask a sitter two days before Thanksgiving who's made plans to squeeze in that one more visit for a client who didn't book until the very last second. Pet sitters know it's a busy, chaotic time, but if you give them some measure of control, they will definitely appreciate you for it. Tip number two, hire extra help. I'm doing something this year that I haven't done in past years. I've hired and lost sitters in the past. I'm sure all of you have if you have employees. Some of them I was happy to see the backside of, quite honestly, but some of them were great sitters who left simply because their life circumstance changed. I keep their information and I plan to reach out to them for the Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's week to enlist temporary help. We have a history They're trained in company policies, and who doesn't need a little extra money around the holiday? Another thing you might consider doing is hiring holiday help from year to year and using the same people year to year. College students are great for this because they often have two to four week holiday breaks from school, and they're looking to earn a little bit of extra money before they go back to school. If you can hire people like this and you can reach out to them and use them year after year after year, It's great, and your clients will come to know them and appreciate them as well. The third tip I have is don't be afraid to say no. 
This might be the most important thing to remember. And I've talked about this before, especially as a new business owner, it's really hard to say no to new business. And believe me, clients will push the limits even if you have very firm, set, clear policies. They'll say please and pretty please and continue to make last minute requests. It's hard as a business owner to turn business away. I get it. But try to keep in mind the bigger picture of your employees' happiness and your own needs to minimize the holiday chaos. If you spend a little bit of time educating your clients and hold firm to your policies, believe me, they will understand and they will respect you for it. So the three big ideas, again, are set boundaries. You do not have to take last-minute bookings for the holiday. You can educate the public on what your policies are and what you're willing to accept. Number two, hire extra help. It might be in the form of sitters you've employed in past and they simply come back for the holidays, or it might be in the form of people you have specifically hired just for the holidays who come back year after year. And number three, don't be afraid to say no. This is probably the hardest, but definitely the most important. If you do nothing different this holiday season except these three things, I guarantee you, you will have a smoother season and come out of it at the end of January just a little less frazzled. That's our episode for today. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, I would love it if you'd leave me a review on whatever platform you're tuning in on. And if you're ready to take the plunge and launch your own pet business, or if you feel a bit stagnated and want to take your existing pet business to the next level, then reach out to me for a free strategy planning session at www.thepetbusinesscoach.dog forward slash coaching. That's www.thepetbusinesscoach.dog forward slash coaching. Thank you so much for tuning in. And remember, you always have a choice. Don't forget to choose happiness.